Today, we're joined by Brittany Britt Hatcher of Cute Case Resale. She's not only a reseller across multiple platforms, but a mom, a blogger. She does tons of live sales and runs an active Facebook group. So welcome, Britt. We're excited to have you here. Thanks for joining us. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. I cannot even tell you how excited I am. I'm always excited about our interviews, but you have to understand that Brit is being with us from literally the day that we launched List Perfectly. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Brit, tell me, how did you come up with the super cute name, Cute Case Bill? So my background is actually in education. So I worked for the local school district for a while. And I said, let me start something on the side. Because I was a single mom at the time. And I mean, just with even without being a single mom, we see how the economy wow. is rolling. It's always good to have a few extra dollars coming in. As you know, kids come to school with backpacks on. And I was uh -huh. selling to teachers and some of the other faculty and staff how it worked for them, their uh -huh. style, size. I would thrift. I needed something to put it in. So yeah. since kids had backpacks, I put it in a rolling suitcase because I could just roll that in quickly with me, drop yeah. it off at their door and run uh -huh. about. So I'm like, okay, suitcase. No. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, cute clothes in it. You know, so that's how it came to be from suitcase to cute case through resale on the end. Voila, not super fancy, but it gets the point across, you know? Love the process. Now share with our audience, how long do you think that process from refining from, you know, the words and finding the perfect words that fit, you know, your branding and the spirit and mission and vision you want to converge, right? How long would you say that process was? Actually, the process was probably longer than it should have been. Uh -huh. I've grown in age, business, anything. Mm -hmm. A lot of times our intuition and first mind is where we should go. Should you do this or should you do that? Yep, do it, try it. You never know if it's gonna work until you just go ahead and try it. Although it probably took me two or three months because I'm like, how would this sound? And will people like that? I like it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm trying to gravitate people to me. So let me go with it, put enthusiasm behind it. And it was simple enough and we went yeah. right. So your main selling platform is Poshmark, right? For the last month, I would say that it was, but that wasn't the case before live selling. Okay. I do a lot of direct selling to resellers in my Facebook group. And then I have customers on the side that I've had quite some time, but the opportunity mm -hmm. with live selling, it blows everything out of the water. So it's very interesting when you think about it, that all of these platforms that I have options to participate in, just like everyone else, but in a month's time, Poshmark, climb to the top with the least amount of work. So you mentioned that Postmark lives are doing great, but I also know, of course, in the community that you're doing lives in other platforms like yeah. WhatNot. How is that going? I'll be totally honest. I can't be a person that needs to focus on one thing at a time when I'm learning it to build consistency. I have not done a WhatNot sale in a little bit of time because Poshmark being in beta means that it was always going to be changing for a while. I needed to take some time and familiarize myself and see what I needed to do. So this last month, I was focused on figuring out Poshmark Live, building an oh. audience, being repetitive for myself so that they could repetitively find me and join me. Sometimes we talk about consistency, but if I'm yeah. not consistent, can't expect the buyers to consistently buy from me if I'm not there. You know, for the new month, I'm actually looking at figuring out how to weave in the tooth. So by next month, you will see me 
bringing whatnot back in the fold, whatnot does okay. have some benefits that Poshmark yeah. doesn't have for me. So yeah, you will see me doing both, but I need it to be layered. I need it to make sense. And I be frank, I don't want to overwork. What would you say to our audience that haven't tried the Poshmark Live? Correct me if I'm wrong. As far as I know, if something doesn't sell, on a Poshmark Live, you do have a feature in Poshmark that allows you to relist it as a regular listing, right? Absolutely. So let me answer your first question. Look in wherever you are, lean in, do it. See, we have the great ability to go through and go to Facebook groups and ask mm -hmm. questions and get other people's opinions of their experience. Should I, should I not? You are not going to know yourself until you do it. Throw yourself out there. And I'll just throw this little insert in because I do have a Facebook group of yeah. resellers. And of course, we're really open to be able to discuss almost anything. And so when lives came about, you have people on both sides or maybe three sides in the middle or I don't know if I want to do Facebook lives. You're really yeah. not sure if you hate it because you make a thousand dollars that first sale. You're like, oh, wait, wow. <laughs> This is kind of nice. And then you have the group that, you know, really want to try it. And so I have to say that no matter how you are, whatever your vice is, because we all have our vice, nine times out of 10, when people say that they don't want to try doing a live sale, uh -huh. hear them say it's because of an appearance. And I'm not knocking any of that. We all have our vice. We all have our thoughts. But can yeah. I just say that the buyers don't care? They don't care. And I really think that when you get on there and you throw your, you throw yourself in it, that somebody yeah. on the other side of the screen is now resonating with you. There's yes. somebody with super curly hair, acne, and a crooked tooth out there that is yeah. rooting for me. And yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's one of those yes. things where we are so self-critical and to be, yeah. to put it just simply jump on the other side of the fence because that's where the money is. Not to yep. say that you can't list, because I definitely think it's great to do both. It's okay to only do one. But if you have an inkling that you yeah. want to, you have to try it. You're doing yourself a disservice if you don't. Now, besides whatnot and Posh Lives, you mentioned also Facebook Lives, something that you tried. But have you tried any other lives throughout your reselling career? Please? I have hopped in and out of Instagram maybe twice. And to be honest, huh. the crowd is there. You have so much more access. Okay. It's like going to Family Dollar versus Walmart. You're going to have more customers. They have more product. They usually open a little bit earlier and stay open a little bit later. More registers, all the things. So that would be my difference. Hmm. From like Poshmark sale, whatnot, my specific group on Facebook versus an open Instagram, you know? Okay. But with that, I also need to be prepared to have the right manpower. I'm going to have to invoice. And when I do yeah. invoice, I'm going to have to make sure that I enter the right mailing address, the apartment number. Mm -hmm. I might have to wait on them to pay. So there are benefits to all of them. And right now, when I was really in that figure it out mode and learning lives, yeah. I wanted that back end to really oh. be handled by somebody else. Uh -huh. Take that 20% from me. I definitely yeah. am open to exploring other live selling programs as they okay. make sense and as I get somebody else to work with me. Right now, as one person with a virtual assistant, okay. it's not feasible right now until I right. do grow manpower. It's a, I don't want to say a hobby because it is a job, 
but some yeah. of it serves me well and it doesn't over encompass my life because mm-hmm. I'm working to live, not vice versa. You covered a lot of your great strategy for your live sales, but is there any other advice you'd have or one piece of advice you'd have yeah. for someone that says, Britt, I want to get into live sailing. I'm going to give you A and B. A right. is just do it. And B is really simple. B, how I think just in general, how I deal with any customer, any platform, whether I'm listing, whether I'm going live, I'm going to have a personal disposition. I am not selling bread, milk, or shelter. Everything I have is probably an impulse buy and not needed. So Mm. I think it's very important to be grateful for the people that come in, whether they buy or don't buy. I think it's important whether they're chatting or not in the chat. The fact that they're there, because literally at any time, it can be a hundred plus shows on this one platform you're on. And then whatnot will have theirs. And then Instagram yeah. will have theirs. And then the baby's crying. And then people are having terminal illnesses. So I really do think, and, and that's yeah. how I approach my Facebook group. Two words, <laughs> be nice. And I think that's going to resonate across the screen more than anything. And when I say just do it, I know we want to have the perfect lighting that will never be perfect. (laughs) The perfect setup that will, you know, but I told them my first few sales, I said, Hey guys, I'm glad you're here. We're going to go ahead and get started. I'm a part of the Poshmark beta. And if Poshmark can be in beta, I'm in beta too. I might make a couple mistakes. You may make a couple mistakes, but we're going to figure it out together. I think sometimes we put undue pressure on ourselves for something to be exactly how we think it should be. Now, we were mentioning a little earlier about your presence across different social media platforms. You can find this group in Facebook and you can put a reseller edition by Cute K Resell. I absolutely love this group. I guess it's a little over 500 people that's in the group and how it started. I knew I wanted a group. I didn't know exactly what road I wanted to take. I didn't have it figured out, but I was selling in other buy, sell, trade groups or whatever, where resellers would go to get inventory. And so I would do those sales and I would invoice them to pay. My little tagline was that I'm starting a reseller group. Feel free to come join. I don't have it all figured out. It's just going to be a positive place for us to bounce ideas off of each other. I'll sell things here and there, giveaways and that sort of thing. We went from maybe 10 people to 14 people to 15 people. And now uh-huh. 500. I think the part that I love the most about it is that I personally know about, let's just say 75% of these people from either doing live sales, they've purchased from me, actual interactions. And I say 75% just because as something grows and it's shared by word of mouth type thing, other people join in and just, you guys, I'm grateful for all of you, however we met. I'm really grateful for that. But I think that's the benefit. And not just that, it's a positive place. I think sometimes people will acclimate to what energy you put out there and so we're problem solving figuring it out helping yep. each other and then i'll throw in a giveaway i find some really good things at the bins and i'll throw out a, a giveaway here and there but yeah i think that probably is my most proud accomplishment of reselling a positive place for resellers to be so we just mentioned growth and you mentioned being proud of your accomplishment of having a safe place in your facebook group Do you have another selling stat or accomplishment that you are proud of? Just in general, I tend to be less about numbers. Don't get me wrong, I got to eat. And I'm doing well. (laughs) Let me just say that. I don't want that to overshadow Mm. that piece about the community because honestly, 
like for example, I decided to try reseller bundles a while back. Ten things in a pack, one twenty-five, and within forty-eight hours they sold out. But since they mm. were reseller bundles, I needed resellers to be able to buy them. So if I didn't have the group and the people weren't responsive and they didn't have the faith in me, then that wouldn't have happened. And don't get me wrong, I'll get to a point where I'm sharing most of my stats and I do share a lot of them in the group. Like for example, last month when I was really paying attention to Poshmark sales, between seven and eight sales, and I can't remember the reason I say seven and eight is because one of those sales, I only made 20 bucks. And so I don't know if my mind erased that, <laughs> but that was a little over 5,000 bucks take home. And for okay. me, for it still being in beta and me still trying to figure it out and everything from the being from the bins, roughly about $300 spend on inventory. And that's after Poshmark fees. I can't beat that because I did it right here from home. My kid's schedule wasn't affected. Wow. I wasn't affected. And that means that if that's only eight days, that's over 20 days of the whole month that I could lollygag, so to speak. And that was while I'm still figuring it out. I definitely still work in progress with things, but that would be the second step that I'm proud of because I was consistent and I tried. Yeah. And even though I made $20 on one of those days, I woke up that next morning and that was like a $500 day sale. But I'm going to just put this in here. I, I doubt you lollygag much. You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I am putting in the work and this probably comes from me having to remind myself. I have my moments, but having to remind myself of, okay, Britt, you can do this. It's going to be great. Today was not the best, but tomorrow you still have tomorrow that sure. I do have those moments where I'm like, I'm not touching it. I know we talk yeah. a lot about algorithm. I know we speak a lot about consistency, but yeah. just in general, I started this because I needed the extra money, but yeah. I continued it because it was beneficial to me and having the ability to be there for my kids, be sure. there for my family, take vacations and such and not have to be stuck in maybe just two weeks here and there. Mm -hmm. So I really have been this year really focusing on that mindset that if things are not working for me that day, maybe I need to put that down, journal about it, which has helped me tremendously and go to the next day. What is your input about when people do a live show and they show their hand, they don't want to show themselves? Get on there. I know the word Poshmark Live doesn't say Posh Human Live. That's what we expect. The actual whole human. There is just a different type of connection when you're actually face to face with somebody, when you see the things, whether you are a person who goes to church, whether you are a person in college courses, there's mm. a reason why the first creation of that is live in person with community versus the second option is usually you have a hard copy book, then you have the audio book, but you don't have, you usually don't have the audio before that. You oh. have your in-person class. And then oh. have the option to go online. But usually you always have that that first, you know what I mean? It's something about yeah. being able to see face to face. It's a different connection. In addition to how even we can think about text messaging, things can be taken some kind of way when it's just written. But when you see me, when you know that I'm smiling, and even if I'm not a smiler, when you just feel that I'm being sincere, yeah. it's just different. Nine times out of ten, if you don't already have a huge following. The wow. way to grow is through connection. And wow. um, when they see you, that's different. Anybody can mistake my hand. Like, they may not know, but for all they know, if they're just listing, my hand looks just Doug's hand. They may think that we yeah. have the same hand. But when yeah. we're face-to-face, -face, when they connect the voice with the person, see, it looks just the same. There is power in connection, not just for them and my buyer, for yeah. me too. I do say 
go for it. If you're out there and you're jumping in, jump uh-huh. all the way in. If you need to scale back, you scale back, but you won't know the benefit and you won't know if you can just do it until you go for it. And let me just throw out this because anxiety is real. People doing something brand new is absolutely valid. People wanting to dip their toe in because they're fearful is valid. A tip that I would throw out there is put the things around you that, you know, might calm you down. For example, I've had a day. This has been a kid at school bringing the teachers let's figure it out day and running in here but i love my aromatherapy candles they uh-huh. really really just have a calming scent overall and so i'm like you know what let me get my water let me get my fan let me chill 10 minutes before this starts and let me get my candle going literally when you do a live sale people are only seeing the small amount that's right there you can have a whole smiley face to the left of you i have a thing for those poop emoji pillows and it makes me laugh it's just silly Ew. i can put my poop emoji pillow right there you know what there i mean you go. i can put a sign behind me that says you've got this you're doing great you uh, know i can do all the things right behind me to kind of keep me calm motivated if needed that's something about my reseller group i have them promote themselves if they have a sale coming up, put it in there. Can mm-hmm. be in there or somebody else might jump in and say, I'll hop in. So if yeah. somebody in the group says, hey, I'm nervous, but I'm going for it. Somebody in there is going to pop in. Wow. And when I say I am the most positive heckler, you could show a little bag of poop. I'm going to talk that bag of poop up. What about sourcing? If I'm new, where do I go? And you when it comes to sourcing, I think you're really good at the beans. 99% bins, girl. Every now and then I pop into a regular store or like, let's say it's a crazy palette deal around and I'll try that. But the bins is my ultimate, it's my fun place. But for those who don't know, the bins is the Goodwill outlet. I'm looking to do a partnership here. Hopefully the definition that I see over and over again is it's where the things in the store go that don't sell. That's yeah. a percentage. People can drop off things at the bins. Companies sometimes donate overstock um, to the bins. If you think about some of your stores that may have things behind the counter that are priced at $100 or things yep. that are priced on the floor for two or $300 that nobody buys, it's going to go to the bins. I'm going to find it and I'm going to pay $174 pound for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's by far the place to get the most bang for your book and have the most opportunity of inventory mass at one place one time that doesn't require a business certificate and that is not closed to the public. So if you think about all those type of opportunities and that yes. has multiple ones across various states, and we do talk about that. I feel like thrifting can be therapy. I'm always excited about what I can find there. So yeah, my business is fueled on the bins. And if you think about it, Goodwill, kudos to them for being the type of business that will put almost anyone to work, no matter what their situation is, while they're trying to fix it. They have all sorts of people that have been through all sorts of things. And so when they have people that come in there teaching them things, when people need to have volunteer hours, they also accept volunteers. So you have all walks of people that are attempting to get this product, figure out if it's a great product to put on the floor. And just like you and I, Maybe they're great at it. Maybe they're not. They're learning just like we all are. Thank you for sharing that with our audience, because I think that we have a very big segment of our community that they underestimate the power of going to the bins. And they're like, no, it's just dirty stuff. And And let me tell you something. 
Okay. Listen, if you have your mind set up that it's dirty stuff, leave the Chanel for me. That's just fine. <laughs> I'm good with that. You know what I mean? I'm fine with that. But don't knock it till you try it. Just like anything else, there are people that do like it and are being successful. Just like I said about everything else, just try it. It's okay if it's not for you after you do try it. But just try it because you never know. Everybody wow. there is looking for something different. At some point, I'm really working on by the end of the year having an e-guide or a course or both. I'm figuring out the way that I want to go with it because I do want to collaborate with some other people to provide the most information. We just talked about your Instagram a bit. Can you give us a high level overview of what we might find across your social media channels and then tell us which is your favorite if you had to pick one? Absolutely. My favorite is Instagram, but that's just because that's where my energy is and that's where I'm consistent. And sometimes that can be a fault of mine, to be totally honest, because I don't know what the benefits of the others are. I'm not putting the energy there. I will get there when I have time to spread myself out over other platforms or whatever. So on my Instagram, my link leads to my link tree. And that way you can find my Instagram. You can find my affiliate links. You can find my whatnot page. If you're considering selling, like for example, on like whatnot, and you need somebody to refer you, we can talk and see if I can check out your your media, your following, figure out if that makes sense. And then I wouldn't have a problem referring you if the stats make sense. But by far, Instagram is going to be my, my top and okay. Facebook because of the group aspect. When you think group, you think community. You sure. think everybody okay. doing moving in one accord. And so that would be my second, only because it takes a little bit more thought and time. Instagram, you throw a reel up, you throw a picture up click a couple music bars and there, boom, the algorithm <laughs> it's doing its own thing. On Instagram, I do my favorite yeah. things. I've thrifted pictures of some of the things that I've sold. I throw, I just try to have fun with it. And I do updates of when I'm having sales and I'll link them there. Again, something else that I hope to streamline in the future, but for right now, highlighting what I'm already doing doesn't take up additional time. I can set my camera up while I'm shipping and then I can go back while I'm waiting on my son to come out of basketball practice, edit those and throw it up there. So right now it's really just stuff I'm already doing, but I will figure out how to expand it later. List Perfectly is not paying me to say this, but two, two factors. It feels like it's a second employee. It really does feel that way for me because I was doing the manual screenshot before I found on the cross list where I would screenshot the item, resituate, crop it the, as best I could, copy and paste it, and that's each picture, and then put it up. So List Perfectly also has a group. So now, where I felt like I'm individual, now I'm plopped in there, and they're talking about all the things. They're troubleshooting their pages. Some people are talking about a VA. Some people, I'm like, VA? What's a VA? It's easy to throw things into a chart and say, this place does this, and this opportunity does that, and this business does that. I'm going to go with this one. I am looking at a bigger picture in a long haul as well. Affiliate and referral bonuses, they matter to me because that is passive income, like you said. So this next question, as we're wrapping up, but this always proves to be a very interesting question. I used to ask people what they would say about themselves, but now uh -huh. I say, can you give me three words you think other people would use to describe you? If y'all are listening, these better be those three words. <laughs> <laughs> I would say determined. Okay. I would say funny. I do like to have fun and I would say determined. I feel like for most yeah. things, if somebody has done it before, 
Why can't I do it? I really have that mindset. We've co- covered a lot. Is there wow. you'd like to add? Shop cute case. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all. I definitely appreciate you guys. This has been awesome. And thanks, Brett. I love your positivity. Love your energy. So great to chat with you and meet you. Thank and I'm you. sure we will chat more in the future. Yes, I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you.